The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. My name is Opal Singleton and I am the host of this show. We come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m., bright and early out here in Southern California. But this show broadcasts out to 170 countries all around the world. I got my stats this week and I'm just tickled pink or blue or something. It's impressive. There's so many of you. It's growing fast. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is absolutely my passion, my desire, my dream to give free human trafficking training to the entire world. No charge. And we're able to do that because people donate to us. And I really, really appreciate it. Hey, while I'm giving a shout out, I want to recognize Ryan, my friend Ryan over in Arizona. I want you to know just how much you mean to me. You're just such a faithful supporter. Thank you. So this week, we are going to talk about a very difficult subject. Normally, this show is brought to you live, and you can call in. And uh, by the way, this show is also archived, uh, which, of course, you can't call in. It's an archive. That This show is archived at meandkids.org, and it's also archived at exploitedcrimes.com. And uh, there's over 40 hours now of free human trafficking training, all about different subjects on there. Sometimes I talk about boys that are trafficked. Sometimes I talk about, talk about the psychology of grooming. Sometimes we talk about cartels and gangs. I mean, we, we really cover it all. When the female is the perpetrator, that's another one that's on there. So if you want to get free human trafficking training, just go to exploitedcrimes.com, click on those links there, and listen to it. You can do it while you're doing the dishes or put it on your iPod or your iPad and do it while you're driving down the road. But it is a fantastic way. People go, how do I learn more? It's easy. It's free. All you have to do is log on to Exploited Crimes, E-X-P-L-O-I-T-E-D. That is not an easy word to spell. Exploitedcrimes.com and find the, the one you want to listen to and jump onto it and then share it with your friends. By the way, you can get an embed code. It's not as hard as it sounds. Just ask us for it. Email me at opal, O-P-A-L, at me and kids, and we'll arrange it. And the reason you'd want to do that is if you're a church or a nonprofit or even a corporation and you want to educate people, if you're a missionary, if if you're a church and you want your missionaries overseas to be able to access this for free, there's a lot of missionaries that we are reaching out to because they can do this on their own time. Put it on your church website. Just offer it as a free service, and there you go. Well, we are off and ready. Oh, where I was going today, I'm kind of jumping all over. I've been doing a lot of really deep, in-depth research in this kind of uh, 
you know, makes my brain fussy. But um, normally you can call into the show, but the show is being pre-recorded. It's actually a couple of days before the airing of the show uh, because on Thursday morning I'm training the California State Code Enforcement Officers over in Los Angeles. There's a whole lot of them, and uh, I can't pass that up. They're very, very important in understanding and fighting this this thing of human trafficking. So you can't call in today, but you can always email me at opalit me and kids. Okay, enough of all that. I want to get into a very difficult subject. And quite frankly, this show may be just a little choppy because I usually rise around 4 to 4.30 in the morning and I do massive amounts of research. And I've been doing this for seven years. And so you can imagine my, my poor brain is trash. But there is something new going on. Now, I'm not going to say that it's going to contribute to child trafficking, but we already have a couple of examples where it has. And I want you as parents, as leaders, as teachers, as first responders to know about this trend. And I want you to form your own conclusions. This isn't going to be one of those thou shall not kind of uh, shows. This show is really about sharing with you some new trends that are going on and let you sort through it in your brain, in your heart. And I would welcome your feedback. You know, email me at Opal at me and kids tell me your thoughts on this subject. Well, the subject is called freemiums, F-R-E-E. How do you spell that word anyway? I've been looking at it all morning. F-R-E-E-M-I-U-M, freemium. And it has to do with online gaming. And this all started for me when I saw an article that says what they won't tell you about the game of war, and then there's a YouTube with it. So I began to research because it's those kinds of trends that I often kind of like bulldog down to the last bit to understand the impact that they may have on our kids' vulnerability. And I am a bit concerned about this because I've already seen a couple of ways that this could go wrong. But I'm also very concerned about the long-term psychological trend here that will be impacting every one of us because while our kids are vulnerable because they don't have, let's say, they don't have as much cognitive reasoning, you know, they don't have as much, um, you know, uh, you know, that frontal lobe knit together uh, for decision making, parents and, and adults get logged uh, you know, kind of lured into this too. As many of you know, a good friend of mine is Dr. Andrew Dome, and Andy is a PhD at MD, and he's also head of neurology research down at uh, the Navy Center, and he's especially is addiction. Now, this guy is brilliant, <laughs> brilliant with a big B, okay? And he was addicted to games, and his son got addicted to games. And, you know, all the time he's going through medical school, he's also an ophthalmologist for, in part-time. But And uh, I've heard through the rumor mill that he might be moving over to Thailand or somewhere. i got to track him down. But he has a book called Hooked on Games. So if somebody in your life is addicted to gaming, I would highly recommend. I'm not making any money off this. I don't care. But go to Real Battle Ministries, R-E-A-L, Real Battle Ministries, and uh, you will find that book, Hooked on Games. Now, you can always get these books at uh, 
at Amazon.com, and and that's one possibility there to do that. You just don't. Uh, the organization doesn't make as much money doing that. But uh, if he is moving out of the country, that might be the best way to do it. By the way, I also have a book, which many of you know about, called Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And you can get that at Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org or Amazon. If you get it at Amazon, I appreciate their business, but you only get $3 out of them and it takes four months to get it. So if you if you want to order that book, order it directly from Million Kids. It's called Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And it's all about how predators are seducing our kids through technology. And quite frankly, I'm in the process of the research stage of writing another one. I might call it Seduced Again. Who knows? Anyway, I want to get deep into this idea of freemiums. So I started looking at this whole concept of what they don't tell you about the game of war. And so before, when I did that, I kind of backed up a little bit and I said, well, just how big is the gaming market? Now, games are here to stay. I can't even imagine being a parent and having a kid that's over the age of 12 that isn't into some sort of games. Now, our society is changing. And, you know, for good, bad, or indifferent, there are always good parts of things. Technology isn't good or bad. It depends. You know, it it depends on how we teach our people to use it. The scary part of technology that worries me is that we are at a unique time in all of history where we are turning our children over to total strangers, allowing them to impact our child on on sexuality, morality, spirituality, or lack thereof. And that was the holy grail for a parent. And that is the way God designed things for us to operate around the family. Except we have this tremendous fear on the part of uh, parents. They're either apathetic or they're fearful or they're disengaged or they have a veil between them and technology that they just hope and pray their child makes it through that stage. And some do and some don't. But it is an interesting time when we would literally take an 11-year-old child and open the door to total strangers and allow them to give feedback. And that child needs their approval. And so this is where I'm going with the freemium game here before too long is that that this is really a scary business if you think. Not only just the content of some of these games is scary, but the fact that you have a child playing in a world that, quite frankly, has a lot of occult, a lot of sorcery, a lot of talk of other gods. Uh, You know, I, I always think of that Bible verse, I shall have no other gods before me, or they laid their children at the altar of other gods. But these games, I was, I was looking at one, I was going to bring it up till the end, but number one game right now is Injustice 2, Injustice 2, and I looked up what Injustice 2 was about in here. And uh, it's a fascinating thing. It, it says um, that it's called Injustice to Gods Among Us as Batman and his allies work towards putting the pieces of society back together, but struggle against those who would restore Superman's regime. In the midst of the chaos, a new threat appears that will put the Earth's very existence at risk here. The storyline is set in an alternate version of the Justice League's universe. Superman becomes a tyrant, establishes a new world, 
talk about other gods. The Joker tricks him into killing Lois Lane and destroying Metropolis with a nuclear bomb in an effort to do this. It summons counterparts of the League's members from another universe to join us in surgery and in the totalitarian regime. Well, on and on and on. But what it does is it talks about the number one game is all about other gods. That should get your attention. Well, how big is this market before I get into this whole freemium thing? Well, the truth is it's absolutely huge. We have all kinds of statistics. Global gaming is expected to reach $102 billion by the end of this year. Now, just what we call MMORPGs, multimedia online role-playing, excuse me, multiplayer online role-playing games, these basically are video games in that you go onto on your computer that have chat rooms, so they're multiplayer. And they're massive multiplayer. They can have massive amounts of players. You're talking to other people, people you don't know. And now, by the way, they've added live streaming in there. So not only can your child talk to these people, but as a, as this develops, your child will be able to have some of those people live stream right into your living room. They can be eye-to-eye with your child bonding, and they can have sexual intercourse, as you've already seen some shows that I put on about this before. More important, that person can see that your child is not a cop. And they can see all about your house, and your child can bond with them, and they can exchange sexual favors, which is absolutely what's happening. So that's the multi-role-playing game, but what about the mobile market? This is the part that is getting absolutely big. They predicted that by the end of 2020, the mobile gaming app revenue will reach $74.6 billion worldwide. Folks, we need to stop and take a look at what that means to us and our kids. We're up against a break. Be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest-growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. 
BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at bmwofriverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well hello and welcome back to exploited crimes exploited Crimes Against Humanity. You can get the archives of these shows at exploitedcrimes.com. That's where I was going originally. But you can also follow us. And one of the things that I really encourage you to do is go on to Facebook. You can do that anywhere in the world. Go on to Facebook, find me and kids, and like us. You will see new cases about all kinds of things each day. Susie Carpenter is our media marketing director. She's just the best in the whole world. I'm so fortunate to have her services with us. And she posts new cases sometimes three and four times a day. Sometimes they're about gaming. Sometimes they're about uh, human trafficking, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, sextortion, child pornography, social media exploitation. We cover it all. Well, today I want to introduce to you a new concept, and this is going to be a hard show. Okay, I get it. It's not a hard show sexually, but it's a hard show to kind of comprehend because this is uh, about technology. And most of us, I don't know, some of us are natural towards technology, but people like me, you know, I have to push myself to do it. But I do that because I believe it is my mission in life that God has called me to do this. And I want to share this knowledge so that we can understand it all around the world. Okay, so I got started on this when I saw a thing, what they won't tell you about the game of war. Now, this this article, I believe, is put out by Loopers, L-O-O-P-E-R-S, and I want to give them the credit because I'm using their material, their research, and I don't want to plagiarize anything. But what I do want to do is share the benefit of their knowledge and their article with you. And if you're interested in following Loopers, L-O-O-P-E-R-S, it's up to you. It's really all about technology and gaming in this case. He's saying, his article starts out here by saying that the game of war, you know, really came on in 2015 when they had a big Super Bowl ad by Kate Upton. Now, I often talk about the game of war in my presentations because we all see these commercials a lot of times on TV and it shows Kate Upton in her little push-up bra sitting in a hot tub looking all sexual, okay, in her little outfit. By the way, it's that way all throughout the game. So many of these games just have 
absolutely pounded with sex. It is by no accident. It is legitimately put in there by the designer to be able to make sure that these women who are combating combating whatever they're combating out there have all push-up bras and little tied-up things and little bitty outfits. And that that's to get your kids stimulated, by the way. That is no accident. You say to yourself, Show me anybody, any woman who's going to war in that little getup, okay? So anyway, they have Kate Upton in a hot tub. Now, the reason this caught my attention is some of you have heard me talk about a young man that I met over at Harupa Hive. I really, I would give my eye teeth to have a, a video of that encounter. He was cute. I think he was 14 or he wouldn't be in high school, but he was young and and short and cute. Anyway, he looked at Kate Upton's picture I had because I often use that when I talk about this in schools with kids. And uh, he's saying, Miss Singleton, that, that, he says, have you played that game? <laughs> I said, no, I've seen the trailers. That's how I train myself. I don't play the games because I don't want to do that to my mind. I don't have time. And he said, that game is really raunchy, Miss Singleton. I said, really? And he said, yeah, it's really bad. I said, really? You watch it? You, you play that game? And he goes, yeah. And I said, you play that every night? And he said, pretty much. And I said, well, are you addicted to it? And he said, not sure. And I said, well, are you giving it up? He said, no, I don't think so. And I said, well, then you're addicted to it. And he goes, yeah, well, it's really raunchy. <laughs> I love that kid. I love him because he's standing there. He knows. He knows he's in deep doo-doo. He is 14 years old, and all night, every night, he is playing in a game with hardcore pornography. And he knows that he needs to quit that and do something better with his mind, but he can't. He can't. And where's the kid's parent? I don't know. Looks like a good kid, probably two-family household. But nobody is realizing that this kid is, you know, swimming in manure every night in the name of succeeding in a game. And they don't get involved with it. Now, the kid himself recognizes it, but he can't stop. Well, what happened in the Super Bowl in uh, they actually, Machine Zone was an uh, ad company on it. They spent 40 million bucks for this ad of, of uh, Kate Upton in her little hot tub. The next year, they actually spent something similar for Mariah Carey, who put a total of two seconds on the screen and reported a seven-figure income. And mainly, it was about uh, licensing her song, Hero. You see, this is packaged. One of the things I want you to understand about premium is that our kids are being led with a ring in their nose, okay? This is so packaged, so slick. Even us adults cannot resist it and can't stand against it. They they make these characters. It's all about other gods and other worlds and, and, you know, having occult and sorcery and violence and then adding a lot of sex. And then the kid has a score and they have an avatar. You see, this is the scary nature of this to me. It is not like going to a movie where you see sex and violence and you go, well, that was heavy, you know, but it happened to that character and you went home. In this case, your kid has an avatar and in order to be able to exist, that avatar needs to succeed. And so what happens is there's a score there at all times and your kid's very value. 
their very acceptance, their very risk of rejection is based on that score and how they're doing. And that is the heart and soul of the freemium issue, which I'm, I'm going to get to heavily here in a minute. But I want to paint this picture so you can see it. You have a 12-year-old kid. You know, he's seeing Kate Upton in her little push-up bra, and they're in there fighting other gods and they're doing their thing, and he's talking to a whole group of people he doesn't know, and he needs their approval. And all the time he's looking at his score, and it's only 40, and nobody wants to play with anybody that's 40. It's got to be 80. It's got to be 90. It's got to be. And this is called the Tetris effect, by the way. If you get that away from your kid and you take him to dinner, and he's still sitting there like a zombie and still not interacting with you, what he's doing is working out the plays as soon as he gets back because you see the team is still playing and he's being left out and he knows his score is low. So he's panicked and he's got to make more points to be acceptable. We are putting our child's ego, our child's vulnerability, our child's self-image, we are Buying the game, walking away, and allowing that child to develop that all based on other people's approval, based on some fictitious score. So what's he going to do? He's going to buy things to make that score go up. And this is where it starts to get scary. So what happens here? We're talking about the game of war. So we got... They spent $40 million bucks on Kate Upton. We're not sure what they spent on Mariah Carey. This thing is billing huge numbers. In 2015, it was billing a, a million dollars a day. So how does a free game bring in a million dollars a day? Well, it's not easy. But the way the game is designed is to give you what they call freemium. In other words, the game is free. But they give you lots of reasons to drop other cash. In other words, they put in roadblocks so that your kid, you know, if your kid's brilliant, they can get around it. But most kids are going to take shortcuts because they're not able to get around it. You see, when you get this game, the first thing you do is borrow a credit card somewhere. And what other life would you give a 12-year-old a credit card to buy artwork and nothing? They have absolutely nothing they're taking home and putting in their room where they can see value. They are buying air. They are buying artwork. They are buying just, you know, they are buying a number in the hopes that that number on their score goes up. So what they do, one thing Game of War is good at, this is what Loopers is saying, is making sure its players have a reason to drop loads of cash on their virtual king Game Award is what is known as a freemium game. It's free to download, but if you want to have a chance in the game, you pay for premium content. And so with a server capable of handing 3 million simultaneous players, gamers all around the world, it's bringing in money like there won't be any tomorrow. There are enough people who are willing to drop this money that is the fourth in the top 10 grossing mobile apps of all times. You see, most players spend about 50 right now. This is going to change with freemiums because the entire industry is going to freemiums. And this is going to be interesting to watch with our children. This is the next big movement, which is why I wanted to address it, even though it's kind of technical, a little hard to understand, especially over radio. But your average payer will buy about $50 a year in upgrades right now. But with Game of War, 
It, they're saying the average mobile gamer spends about $86.50 on mobile games each year right now. But in Game of War, the average amount spent per player is $550. Now, get, keep in mind, this is just starting. And I, I've got some examples of how this works. We'll probably won't get it until the next segment, but I want you to understand that. So Game of War Fire Age is dropping five fifty every year to mine resources and train fake tro- troops. Now, they, this article goes on and says it's all about whales. This is exactly how it works in Vegas. Not everyone is dropping that kind of money, but the ones that are are dropping a lot of money. So it's making the average come up. This is exactly what happened. Happens in Vegas. You see, this is a form of gambling, if you will. You know, I every now and then, I mean, not often, maybe once a year, we'll go to Las Vegas. And it's just interesting to me, you know, first of all, they no longer have, you know, I, we played the 25 cent machine. So each, each time you play is 75 cents. But now the penny machines require $3. It is amazing the number of people who sat there keep putting in $3, $3, $3, thinking they're playing the penny machine. And they keep putting it in so that maybe they will win. Well, that's what's about to happen with our kids. We're teaching our kids to buy that chance to succeed, to buy that approval by other people people they don't even know you see the reason you do that is you want to be a winner you know and that's what we're doing with our kids night after night is teaching them buying to be a winner except they're doing it for the approval of people you most likely will never allow in your living room we're up against that break folks stay with me we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. My name is Opal Singleton. I am the host of this show and I always welcome your feedback. I don't care if you're in France or Spain or Italy, lots of followers in Italy, Ireland and Japan, Canada. I'm amazed at the places that people are listening to this show. And I thank you. And I hope you will share this show. Just go on to Exploited Crimes and Forward It or go to Voice America Variety Channel and look up Exploited. And, you know, you'll find some other shows, by the way. Voice America Variety Channel is the biggest in the whole world. This isn't just some little podcast. This is a global radio show, and we have developed a heck of a following, and I am so proud of each and every one of you, and I love it. I get so excited when somebody sends me an email or or contacts me or posts on Facebook. It really, really helps to know that you're out there and this is making a difference to you. So we are talking about a very complex subject called freemiums in online gaming. Now, this is a little more technical than most of my shows, but I believe very strongly that for those people who really want to take on child exploitation, it's important that we understand this because this is the beginning of a long-term trend. So a freemium, what a freemium is, is what they've been doing is up till now is that you'll either buy a game, but now there's a trend where they give you free gaming, especially on mobile apps. Think about this. We are absolutely addicted to our mobile apps. It's bad enough that our kids and us are doing this at consoles and our desktop and like that, but you can't even get on an elevator without having everybody in there stop and check their phone. Our kids are the same way. We're absolutely addicted to this, and if it's gaming, unless a parent interferes, I'm going to tell you that a child will be addicted. Well, what is happening on these mobile games is they give them away free, and that sounds really, really good, okay? Now, you do get a Bitcoin account in there, and many of the kids have Bitcoin accounts. And the way that works is you borrow your mom and dad's credit card, and they they give you a small amount of money, and, you know, you start in there. And what will happen is you start to buy upgrades. So your score is not all that good, and the guys on the team are putting the heat on you, and you want their approval. So the next thing you do is buy your little avatar some equipment or they give you an obstacle and you buy your way around that and it's only a buck or two bucks and and one of them I'm going to show you here is $19 but you know you start buying your way around this thing and it is starting to become a major major industry I'm reading here from uh, developingeconomics.com developer now this is a technical article so I'm not going to go deep into it 
It's for app developers, but I often read those because I want to understand how this works. This is from developereconomics.com, and it says, Freemium applications started as an experiment, but very quickly became mainstream. And I want you to hear this. In fact, it was reported last year that 76% of iPhone app revenue came from in-app purchases. So what is that? That's those freemiums. What is happening here is that they are offering you, they say, take, for example, a subscription-based game might charge $20 a month to play. Only a few people are willing to do that. But a lot more of them are willing to spend 10% more of that on a freemium-type game. So what is happening here is when you look at gaming from a hardcore gamer's point of view, you soon realize that freemium trend is really starting to overtake the idea of paid games. What is happening is that the developer is forcing a gamer to spend money if they want to continue progressing. What they'll do is they will now take deliberate parts of a game or application and force you to spend money to overcome a problem. So, you know, okay, can you work your way around the problem? Yes, but most people can't. So what is happening is that our young people are starting, you know, they get to a point where they can't succeed and they need the points. So they just go over their Bitcoin account and for 99 cents, they'll buy this little roadblock or two bucks, they'll buy that roadblock and that kind of thing. Now, there's something called energy meters. And I was thinking maybe I wouldn't go into this because I didn't want to get too technical, but I have some examples of what this looks like. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. I looked up a couple of games. There's one of them, number four this week, is The Legend of Elda, Breath of the Wild, okay? Now, it says, extend your unforgettable adventure in Hyrule with The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild expansion past, okay? So, the game is free, but you can expand it for 20 bucks. This expansion pass grants access to three new treasure chests and two DLC packs as they're released. The expansion pass is available for only $19.99. Okay, so here we are, the fourth biggest uh, game. And you go in there, it's called Zelda something of the wild, okay, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And uh, by the way, this isn't based on any uh, any spiritual thing I'd want my child to follow, but that's your business. When you purchase the expansion child, excuse me, <laughs> I'm on a roll here today, sorry. When you purchase the expansion pass, three new treasure chests appear in the game's great platitude area. Inside one of the chests, the link will find a shirt bearing a familiar crest and on and on and on. So only for 20 bucks can you upgrade that. It's free for the game, but of course if you really want to play that game, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. So here we go. I'm looking at Pokemon Go because uh, that's in here. And this one here is sitobeto.com. Uh, I may actually, I don't know uh, if there's a copyright on this, if I maybe can't uh, put this on my uh, website. I want to look at it. But um, this is C-E-T-O-B-E-T-O, C-Cat, E-T-Tom-O, B-Boy, E-T-Tom-O, Sitobeto. Register now and get access to 100 premium games, it says. Now, what is happening? I started looking at these because I wanted to understand what is happening here and when they're talking about energy meters. 
So, because, you know, what the heck do I know about this stuff, right? And I bet you don't either, so don't pick on me. <laughs> anyway, Pika, uh, so I'm looking at this. It says Pika, no, it's Pika. It's a Pika, little cr- critter. I'm talking about Pokemon Go stuff here, okay? Pika, Pika energy has a limit, so you have to take care of Pika chew to chew and feed it healthy foods. Pika to chew is baby Pokemon. That's why we call it. Beto, okay? So that what they're telling me here, for those of who are just as naive as I am, because I have not played Pokemon Go, I've seen it, I think it's cute, uh, you know, it's it, not all that bad, but what we're doing here is teaching our kids that this game has a limit. Get this, Pika Energy has a limit, so you have to take care and feed a healthy foods. So what happens when you run out of your healthy food? When your energy has a limit. Well, so I started reading this article and it says energy meters and time constraints mean that you can only really play an app in small chunks unless, of course, you pay. So they're teaching our kids these are free, but they got to have more money, okay, to make that work. So I'm looking more at this um, uh, it says naturally a percentage of all users don't want to wait for their timers to be refilled, so they will get pay to get past what is an intended roadblock. In the more traditional games, if a player was struck at the specific part of the game, they would try hard and find the solution. However, now if you run into a problem, regardless of the quality of the gamer, to get past what might once have been a complex problem, you pay. Another very common freemium model is charging for virtual items. It's They're saying... It's difficult for game developers to understand what is a fair price to charge for virtual items. Remember, you're not getting anything. Our children are running up your credit card buying air, okay, buying artwork. Developers are now moving towards simple monetization tactics. For example, skipping a level or buying a considerable item, what gets them past what was supposed to be a difficult level. The problem with this is that the items like level skipping could be free, but it cause it doesn't really cost the application developer anything. But, but, they're teaching our children. They're teaching our children to buy success. They're teaching our children to buy approval. They're teaching our children to buy numbers. So I'm reading back to Pokemon because I wanted to understand this thing of energy buying. And it says, number one, Pika Energy has a limit, so you have to take care and feed a healthy food, so otherwise you've got to buy more energy. So you can claim daily rewards here. That What they're doing is giving you little extra rewards to keep you hooked. You know, that's kind of like cherries on a slot machine. What do you get for those, five cents? <laughs> but you think you won. When that cherry pops up there on that slot machine, man, those bells and whistles goes off and everybody's excited. And you go, yeah, I won. And you think to yourself, I just spent three bucks to win 40 cents, but everybody's excited. That's what they're teaching your children in these games. It says, claim a daily gift and gifts help you increase your score. There are many daily gifts. Gifts could be a score box on a Pokemon ball. So they're going to give you a few little freebies so that you will buy some more. Collect some foods while you play the game. Foods can be used to increase your health. It can also be ready to do attacks and continue your adventure game. 
So what they're doing is saying here that fishing will give you some extra foods to upgrade your bait and make it stronger to record a higher score. You can do fishing up to five times a day in this, and you get to eat free fish. So what they're doing is, in my mind, this is very similar to getting cherries on a slot machine. They get your kid out there. They buy a few upgrades. They buy their way around. Then they give you a few. Then you get some points. And your points go up a little bit. And then you win this little thing and you win that little thing. But you have to pay some more to get the big thing. And our kid is 10, 11, 12 years old. And they are absolutely being programmed and groomed by billion-dollar industry all in a world where we're saving other gods. What on earth has our society come to? And what are we doing to our children? Now, am I against gaming? No, I think there are a lot of good games out there. But I think if you're going to buy your child a game, especially one that says you have to be 18, you better be ready to get an avatar set with your child and use it for a training experience. We're up against a break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton 
Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you each week by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. I really want to take a minute out and let you know that I truly appreciate all the people who send financial support to this show. I'm probably the worst fundraiser in the whole world. My heart and soul is absolutely dedicated to in educating the entire world about child exploitation. I never get around to really raising money or saying thank you enough. But those people who send in money on a regular basis or those corporations who have sponsored this show or um, who have sponsored us and other venues, I just want to say thank you so very much. If you're interested in supporting our show, you can do that by going to Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. You don't know me too well, probably, but quite frankly, I am on Social Security. I'm older and soon, but anyway, there you go. And I get paid through the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. So when you support the work of Million Kids, it goes for just exactly what is taking place here, and that is educating intervention and prevention, helping parents understand the transitions that are taking place in our society, and being able to raise leaders around the world that are protected from predators, but more important, that will grow up to be leaders that can literally put God first and and literally help people around the world from being exploited. So you can always write to me at Opal at Me and Kids. Well, I want to bring this to a conclusion since this is the final. I one other are a couple other articles I looked at, and then I want to draw some conclusions. One was how to teach kids about Bitcoin. The Minecraft is the answer. Well, Bitcoins are cyber currency, cryptocurrency. It's really a complex thing to understand, but basically, it's a conversion. You get your dad's credit card, and uh, they charge it. Let's say they charge it fifty bucks, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, and then you put it into bitcoins, and it's kind of like monopoly money. Okay, to to avoid the technical aspects of it, you have this kind of virtual money, and you spend it. But it is tied to real money, so that is another lesson that you need to teach your child. Well, Bitcoin uh, Minecraft decided to teach kids about bitcoins. This this article is dated June two thousand fifteen. So literally two years ago, uh, Minecraft began to educate kids about how Bitcoins work and how to go about getting them. And they expanded in the game's possibilities, giving the players the opportunity to earn Bitcoins and then they can also spend Bitcoins. So it was an educational thing to encourage kids. So what I want to show with you is that this is corporate driven. This is billion dollar industry to change your child's life and your life also. Because there is a strategy, a multi-billion dollar strategy. It costs $100 million to make each of these games. They're spending more $40 million to get Kate Upton in a hot tub. You don't think sex is important in these games? You wouldn't spend $40 million bucks on a hot tub with Kate Upton, you know, for 30 seconds. 
Well, so I just want to give you a couple of crazy examples. Uh, these are, you know, for what it's worth. This article here is from the UK. I think it is the nextweb.com. It's about two months ago. It says an 11-year-old went on a game buying spree and racked up $7,500 in credit card bills. Now, this is in the UK, and uh, he spent it buying game purchases, accessing his parents' iTunes account. His dad had no idea that he was doing that. Yeah, he had given him permission to do a little bit of that. He spent over 700 pounds, because this is England, so that's like a 1000 bucks. In half an hour, it just racked up and racked up on the same game. Well, Apple, in this case, uh, agreed to refund it, but I wanted to share the experience with you. He bought things... Um, in the past for 99 cents or a buck and a half, but he's always asked. And then he saw this $99 thing and was just curious. So to see what he gets for $99. Now keep in mind here, here, this kid's 11. He hasn't been through puberty and he doesn't have a frontal lobe. He is cognitive reasoning. Obviously, is depleted <laughs> and will not arrive for several more years. And his dad's given him access, and he's gone. Well, he's not sure the difference between 99 cents and 99 pounds. However, he racked up this bill. Apple has since refused to comment, but he reminded parents it's their their uh, responsibility to control the "ask to buy" feature. Uh, in another story, the other one I was going to show, his 17-year-old son spent more than $8,000 on FIFA in in-game purchases. So in these cases, they refunded. But I wanted you to see how crazy this is uh, and how quickly this can happen. This is this is a 17-year-old story. He said he looked closer and he discovered that there were a total bill of $8,200. And he said, um, a bit younger than the child in this case, and generally hadn't been given a credit card voluntarily by the parent. So what was interesting here is that these kids have no barometer of what's appropriate. So I want to just begin to close this off here. I'm very, very concerned where this is headed. Most of you that have seen one of my presentations have heard me talk about sextortion and the case of Charles Schwab. Now, there are many cases like this out there. This is going to be posted on our Facebook page and uh, Exploited Crimes. But now this is almost three years old now. The victim and this guy's uh, Christopher Schwab, excuse me, not Charles. That's He's a good guy. We don't want him being beat up. Christopher Schwab, uh, he's, he victimized a 16-year-old boy addicted to a video game called World of Warcraft. He needed money to continue playing and he sent got the guy to send explicit photos of himself to a 25-year-old Christopher Swab who then blackmailed him and placed a photo on large-scale child porn rings. Here's my point. This is happening all over the world. These kids need bitcoins. If they can't access their dad's account, they are now being put in an environment in order to succeed. They've got to get those points up. They've got to get their avatar up. And they need to overcome those barriers or their team is going to be mad at them. We not only have turned our kids' minds, hearts, souls, spirituality, morality, sexuality to total strangers, but now we have given them a means to negotiate a dollar figure to put up there, a number on how well they're doing on a game. And I want you to think about that in terms of being a valued child of God. We know that gaming can teach hand-eye coordination, quick, quick decision, and teamwork. We know that 
gaming is not all bad, but I would never put my kid in a game. First of all, if they're 11, 12, 13, I don't care if they're the best kid on earth. They don't have cognitive reasoning. On top of it, follow that. And I would never buy a kid a game I didn't play myself. You cannot afford to be naive and walk away and just hand them a Bitcoin account. If you're buying that game, you know, be a responsible parent, sit with them and start to have moral discussions about other gods and who those people are and why do they need that approval and what all this means. Well, there's a lot of other elements here, like bonding with strangers with different moral values, you know, talking about morality is optional, that killing is a killing and sex isn't sex. Every time I hear that, I go, really? Then why'd you pay 50 bucks for it on Grand Theft Auto? You know, and if you're not addicted to it, why don't we give it up for three days and see how you feel? We need to embrace this as a teaching tool and tell others about it. These kinds of things are teaching shortcuts. It's teaching buying approval instead of building character. And it does not translate to real-life interaction. Well, this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I hope you will follow us on Me and Kids on Facebook, and I hope you will share this show with every friend, every church member, every organization, every corporation you know. Let's make this the biggest show on earth. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.